Today's episode of Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Ogumbawale for the win! You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Happy Monday and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. I'm Gabe Ibrahim alongside my wonderful co-host, Amy Otterberts. We, we, we typically say what we do, but you know what? Today, we're just huge WNBA fans because everybody... It's the playoffs. We got here. We went through a 22-game regular season that seemed like it took both three days and three months, and we have made it finally to the postseason, and we will be giving you coverage of the postseason the entire way through with our amazing five days of podcasting. We are your Monday hosts on Tuesday. It's going to be Eric Ayala. On Wednesday, it's Lindsey Gibbs. And on Thursday, it's Eric Ayala coming back again to probably preview uh, the game, the second round series. On Friday, there will be a Friday conversation with Howard McDell, but he doesn't know who he's going to talk to because guess what, guys? It's playoffs. Everything's happening rapidly. Amy, how you feeling? <laughs> Listen, and like you said, we're fans. We break down the game. We watch the games. Uh, we're not players. So no. can you imagine, like, just mentally, like, this bracket for the playoffs literally – got set last night Mm -hmm. you know and here we are monday morning and you jump right into and like mentally it's like exciting there's no downtime i don't know about you but it's like you go from seeing that final sunday finish which was tremendous uh kudos to the league by the way the way this final weekend went you know you hope that some people just kind of pay attention maybe on social shout out by the way to kelsey bibbick who runs yeah. the Atlanta dreams <laughs> she did a great job. social media because, but I'm saying like, that's how you start engaging people. Right. And then you start tuning uh-huh. into the games and like the uh, Arike. Oh my gosh. Like everything was just so good this weekend. I mean, it's been great. The entire, if you will, regular season, the whole 22 games, but man, this weekend was so fun. And uh, I'm so excited for the playoffs. That that's if I don't know if that answered your question. I don't even remember what your question was. I don't, re- I don't know if I had a question. It doesn't matter because it's the playoffs. I we need Pitbull here. I really need I need the WNBA to remake that that intro to the NBA playoffs with Pitbull doing play uh, playoffs to the Timberbeat because that that to me was <laughs> yeah. my pe- the peak of basketball. There is n- no better basketball entertainment than that. Um, but let's get into some peak basketball entertainment from this weekend. I mean. As you mentioned, wild and crazy weekend um, for both, for everyone, basically, for the top-seeded uh, Las Vegas Aces, who pulled that off in the last two games to to get that top seed, um, and the Washington Mystics to snag the eighth seed with a furious rally late here in the season. Let's start at the top, though. Let's talk about what the Aces did. So the Aces on Saturday – uh, beats the Los Angeles Sparks 84-70, to 70, a great defensive performance. Honestly, one of the best defensive games I've seen from any team this season. They just locked in and shut down the Sparks, who are an excellent team in their own right. Um, and that put them staunchly into the top two seeds, which means they get a bye to the semifinals. And then on Sunday, the Aces snuck out a win against the Seattle Storm. Seattle was not... Uh, with Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird. Both of them had injuries. And, and yes, it is very impressive that Seattle was able to um, only lose by two points without their two best players, arguably two, their two best players. Um, 
But still, Aces pulling off two huge wins to get the one seed. And really, I found myself like, I didn't consider the possibility of the Aces getting the one seed this season because I just assumed it was going to be a storm. I do. How about you? Did you think that it was possible? I think the last couple of weeks, you definitely do, right? I mean, and right. also worth noting, Angel McCautry only played five minutes, right? So if you want to mm-hmm. kind of take that out of the equation as well. But I will say this. Uh, I don't – obviously, matchups, of course, <laughs> matchups matter in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But when you have single elimination the first two rounds, I don't know how much – matchup planning those coaches do if they want to finish one or two at this point so the biggest draw would naturally be home court advantage well I don't think that really plays into it as Mm -hmm. much as well so it's great that Vegas finished one yes their shoulders can definitely be held a little bit higher this Monday morning but is Seattle sitting there going oh no we dropped to two no you want to finish one and two because you want to get those two two round buys right and so both teams did it and uh it's not I'm not I don't want to say it doesn't matter to me who finished one and two but I just really don't pay that much attention (laughs) to it if that makes sense like um the the goal for both of these teams is to be wearing a ring yeah right and both teams put themselves in the best possible positions to do that in my opinion I agree I mean I you know to me my only thing was like I would rather play, right? If everything goes chalk, I'd rather play the Lynx than the Sparks. Just really, though? The Sparks... But really? Well, the... Like, that's what I'm saying. Really? Like, I don't know. Well, so, yeah. To, it, I mean, well, I guess we'll, I don't know. We won't have a chance to talk about, um, we won't have a chance to preview that series because it starts on, like, Sunday. It starts yeah. on Saturday or Sunday. Um, yeah, I think I'd rather play, uh, the links just because the, the sparks still have Candace Parker. Um, they still have a lot of players who have been there, won championships. And, um, you know, I don't, you know, it, it's, it's yeah. a good argument either way. I think Seattle, that's why Seattle was like, okay, you know, yeah. maybe Stewie could play, maybe Sue Bird can play, but why are we going to, why are we going to a put those players at risk and B put down a lot of stuff on tape that could help the aces later. Yeah. And that's um, what I'm saying. Like, I just, I think it was a good, I don't know. It was a good name. Right. Isn't it kind of funny that, can I let's just make a side note that on the final day of the regular season, the least exciting game in terms of outcome was the one two battle. Everyone right. was watching to see if Dallas would win and then if Washington would win, right? Like, I just yes. think, I know it's no offense because the players are tremendous on both of those rosters, but it was like, I was like dialed in to Dallas. And then, um, you know, there were some other leagues kind of going yeah. <laughs> on as well yesterday. Uh, so score tracking, kind of dipping into that second game. But I was like, ah, one, two, like, you know, I'll watch them in the finals probably. Okay. But and then no, the look, we, game, <laughs> I want to say something for the fans. If you're, if you're like us who you're, you're a basketball nuts, so you're watching the NBA and WNBA, you also have been putting up major minutes. It's yeah. not just these players who are playing back-to-backs or three games and four nights. Us as the fans are putting up major minutes uh, watching all these games. But let's flip over to the eight seed because that was that was to me the drama. I'm, I agree with you. Uh, so da- so on Saturday, Washington took care of business, beating the New York Liberty seventy five to fifty eight. That put them in position after Dallas lost to Chicago on Friday to uh, put them in pole position to get that eight seed. They just needed to beat Atlanta on Sunday night or have Dallas lose to New York on on uh, Sunday afternoon. 
That Dallas-New York game was insane because Enrique Agumbawale and the whole, the whole Dallas team, man, I mean, I, I, I'm really impressed. I know they didn't make the playoffs, and they probably should have, but Alicia Gray got hurt really late in the season. Uh, Satu Sable had a concussion, which is extremely unfortunate. They had a bunch of little injuries. Kayla Thornton got hurt in the, in the Sunday's game. And, man, did they, did they show a lot of grit and toughness. However, I do want to point out one thing. The New York Liberty, when you are in a late game situation and you have the ball. So they, they had the ball with about what it was like 20, it was like 30 seconds left. They try to run a play. The play gets blown up. There's a, there's a ball goes straight up into the air. Uh, I think Dallas actually got possession. So Dallas gets possession. Then someone from New York slaps the ball into the air. It goes right to Kia Stokes's hands. There's 21 seconds on the clock. The shot clock is off. Mm. Kia Stokes did not know that the shot clock was off Mm. and so I guess she thought we have to shoot something here and I'm open so I'm gonna shoot it and she did and she missed and it gave Dallas a chance to get back into the game as they're down by only one point Arika gets an and one Mm -hmm. and then they end up winning the game yeah (laughs) my plea my plea and I said this on on my courtside podcast on the Her Hoop Stats Network on Wednesday just call a timeout when you see when you see as a coach, someone there has to say, time out, just yell it. And this has happened in so many places in, in these very clutch situations that I understand, but I need, I need teams and players to pull off a faster time out there. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget <laughs> as well, right? If a one Sabrina Unescu is on the court, as was planned, that ball is naturally going to go back to her sure. in that situation, right? Sure. Um, and so I kind of, or Alicia I, I feel Alicia for Karen New York. Yeah, I think in some ways New York, ha- um, be- when the injury happened, has this kind of tremendous opportunity for especially that core of rookies to mm-hmm. um, maybe play an elevated role or, you know, get more touches than they would. And so that's great. But then I think there's also this, I mean, you got to remember what was required of that staff at New York because yeah, we all know where that ball's going right at if thing at the end of the day next year hopefully for the for the liberty fan base right and so it's got to be tough in those situations because you don't want to stray from what your foundation is going to be right you want to try to i i can see your face (laughs) we're on video people so i can see game i'm just trying to i'm trying to um play devil's advocate yeah you gotta win the ball game but i'm just saying um and i'm not just talking about that possession i'm talking about the new york liberty for basically the majority of the season have kind of been in this unique space where Mm -hmm. um they want to try to keep the way and and who knows what their roster looks next year now right like i mean you got to think like does key is key nurse back with the liberty i'm not sure what do you think yeah she well she's coming back because they picked up her option before the season yeah Okay. And, and so, um, I mean, I, and I'm not sure how it works, but she's coming back. I, they like her. Yeah. I think this season as a New York Liberty fan and, and part of the organization, you just kind of say, you know, yeah, we're going to just take the good from it. Right. Yeah. It's like, this was well, a tough Look at season. you though. You just brought up the bad to end it off. <laughs> I just want people to call a timeout because this has happened to, this happened to Ariel Atkins last week against Dallas. This ha- or against Minnesota, excuse me. This happened to Jimmy Butler against the Milwaukee Bucks. This happened again to Jimmy Butler against the Bucks. Okay, but this happened me- again to several other players, and then this happens to Kia Stokes. Yeah. I'm just sitting there yelling at my TV to call 
a timeout. Okay, okay but we got- let me ask you this. Let me okay. just really quickly say, you know your season's over. You're eliminated from the playoffs. Huh. See if you can win the ball game without me. See if you can win the ball game without – why not? Why not? You're going home. Your bags are probably already packed anyways, regardless. Okay. I so mean – Here's the real thing. I want to start. Term? <laughs> I want to start getting ready for this podcast okay. at at noon, so I could have the rest of my Sunday. And I, and I couldn't because now we had to watch the Mystics game against the Dream to figure out who would make the playoffs. And we'll yeah. talk about that in just a second, uh, right after this. Talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually, we brush it off or blame ourselves, say things like "I lost our mojo" or avoiding it altogether with excuses, but. With Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can, provide, who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. And I don't, I use Roman for their finasteride products to help with hair loss. Um, if I had erectile dysfunction, I would totally use Roman. I think it's a great, pro, I think it's a great system. You just uh, go to their website, you get a free online evaluation, you usually talk to a doctor, and then you get ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you free with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, discreet. The pills come in an unmarked box, and you get it, and it's just for you. And, and you know, I, it's a very tough thing to talk about because it feels personal, but um, you have to you have to take care of yourself, and this is just another way of taking care of yourself. Um, and it's very easy to do, and it's very discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com/slash/locked-on-mba and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to roman.com/slash/locked-on. MBA today. If approved, you'll get fifteen dollars off your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com/slash locked on MBA to let them know that you came from us. Welcome back to Locked On Women's Basketball. If you want to follow the show, go to at on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at locked on WBB. You can follow me on Twitter at Gabe underscore Ebergame, and you can follow Amy on Twitter at Amy Audibert, um, and you know, get on there because we, I, I yell about the playoffs all the time. There's there's a lot of content that I'm spewing out there, um, often not well thought through, especially yesterday during the Washington Mystics' triumphant win against the Atlanta Dream. Uh, it was a very good game uh, for both teams. Actually, Atlanta had been eliminated from the playoffs, but they really, really, uh, you know. Gave the Mystics a scare. Kennedy Carter was phenomenal. 26 points on 12 of 22 shooting. She, she didn't hit any threes, which is incredible. She was just getting right to the rim uh, and doing whatever she wanted. For the Mystics, they uh, had a great game, again, from Ariel Atkins, who had 26 points, and Maishon Hines-Allen, who had 16, 16 points, 10 rebounds. Those two have been uh, just – pushing this team to new heights this season in a way that I really didn't expect for them once Ariel Powers went down early in the season. Uh, Washington had a great run to get here, but I do want to, I do want to mention one thing. I don't know if you're, if you're watching this game live, but uh, for those of us who were with two minutes left in this game, the most crucial intense stretch of this game, coach Tebow gets a, a technical foul. And then the entire television feed cuts out. So all the video went out. 
And there was no way to tell what was happening because no one had it. Neither broadcast team had it. Uh, League Pass didn't have it. it. The truck just went down in Bradenton, and they didn't have a video feed. So there was poor <laughs> Megan McPeak, a guest of, of Lockdown Women's Basketball with Lindsey Gibbs, and uh, Christy Witter-Scott doing, like, trying to talk through the game with the stats and the play-by-play coming through. They did a great job. But luckily, we got the video back, and we got to see the end of the game where Washington won, which, I mean, that was almost peak WNBA where we didn't get to see the last two minutes of the most important game of the season for the Washington Mystics. But, man, the Mystics had a miraculous way of getting to the playoffs. They start the year 3-0. and Then they go 1-11 and in the middle of the season. Then 4-1 and in their last five games to sneak in. They had the league's best defense in the past five games. Mike Hines-Allen in that span is averaging 23.4 points per game, 59.7% from the field, 60% from three, 10.2 rebounds a game, 3.8 assists, and 1.8 steals. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. what a and tremendous your, There you go. Like you talk about just what happened for them to clinch. Uh, that, those were the stats. Uh, those are what, you know, mostly what win you games. But then I think you're also seeing, I keep talking about her because I love her so much. I love Leilani Mitchell. Yeah, and I mean, she just talk about like that intangible, not on the box score, but the experience, right? She's She played, spent years with Phoenix, you know, that, that's it. That's a program. Sandy Brundello has her program always believing that they're going to compete to win championships. And we're going to get into them in a bit too. Right. But I just think they go through this extremely rough patch in the middle of the season and you take the pressure off you. Right. Cause you're, you're out, right? Everyone thinks you're out. No one's talking about Washington. They don't have Elena. They don't have Natasha cloud. They don't have Chrissy Tolliver this year. You know, they had aerial powers for six games. They had Stella mm-hmm. Johnson for five games. No one's talking about them. Take all that pressure off. These women figure out a way to quietly get it together. You yep. know, and, and all they wanted and all they, they earned was a chance. Here Thank we you. go. Single elimination. And I think that uh, they're, they're dangerous. I mean, they're oh, all I dangerous think. at this point, right? Like, there's no sure, mm-hmm. sure guarantees here. But I think Maisha Hines-Allen obviously pulled, pulled the weight big time. But Ariel Atkins was tremendous. Uh, and I, again, I think, I think Leilani Mitchell, um, it has been huge for this team down the stretch. Yep. Uh, I, I think she, and that's been a huge difference is just her it kind of feels like she just finally got, and, and the a part of it was like you mentioned, there were so many injuries that they kept having to change what they were doing. And it just finally got to the point where now Leilani feels completely comfortable in the offense and in defense. Cause she's been playing, uh, I think much better on defense so far. In, in these last stretch. But so what, as you mentioned, Washington has a chance now. Their first chance comes against the Phoenix Mercury. They, mm. they It's a 5-8 matchup at 9 p.m. on ESPN. To me, this is the teams that I did not want to see in the playoffs if I yeah. was another team, and now they get to play each other. Um, so since as, similar to what the Mystics have done, since Brittany Griner and Bria Hartley went down and had to leave the bubble – um, the Mercury are seven and two in their last nine games of the season. They got worked by Seattle in the last game, but that was really because they just you run out of gas at some point, especially when they already had locked in their playoff position. I just think they they ran out of gas. They had dead legs. And that's exactly what Stanley Brundello said. But this is the first time, uh, and thanks to Chantel Jennings of the Athletic for writing an article on this. This is the first time they've had three days rest since the first two games of the season. Uh, so Phoenix is going to be feeling rested. They're going to be feeling good. Who do you have in this matchup between the Mercury and the Mystics? 
putting you on the hot seat. No, I mean, so because we had to write one down because because yeah. Gabriel, you're our you're our strict leader here we have on Monday play. mornings, and you say, Amy, you have to make a selection. <laughs> um, I have Phoenix walking away with it. Okay. Not walking away with it easily. Sorry, I have yeah. Phoenix winning this game. Um, first of all, you talk about dead legs. Well, Phoenix hasn't. No, they have. I believe their last game was on Friday. September 11th was Friday, yeah. correct? Okay, yes. so they've, they've had a couple minutes. I just have this like personal rule that I don't pick against DT in the playoffs. That's a good rule. Okay, that's it. Like that's what it came down to because you stress me out, Gabe. You really do when you when you make me make these decisions here and fill up these brackets <laughs> and pick these awards. I really stress out. I don't sleep on Sunday nights. And <laughs> this was kind of one of these games where I really could see it go either way because both teams are kind of really pulling it together. And I think mm-hmm. with Phoenix, right, they, without Brittany Griner, I do believe she is one of the more polarizing players in this league in terms of your game plan changes when yep. she is or is not in the game. Um, it's not a tweak. It's it's a change. And so that goes for Phoenix as well, right? Not only playing against them, but if you're Phoenix. And so now they've had some time to kind of get, okay, this is the way we have to play now. These are our hits. These are our one, two, three options. Defensively, we have to change this way. And so you're seeing the success and yeah, it really just came down to me to, I just, I don't pick against Diana Tarazi in these situations. And by the way, her and Skyler, man, that's, that's I mean, what they're combining done, yeah. for 38 points per game. And, uh, and then I also, you got to say Shatori Walker, Kimbro, she wants this one, right? Mm-hmm. Shay Petty, she wants this one. These are two players that mm-hmm. this time that were playing for Washington recently right in their careers and so um a little bit of drama as well going into this one it does have a little uh, bit of drama yeah but you know we also I, it doesn't take away from anything we just spoke about with washington i think that they're coming together um really nice group and i mean when you are the the reigning champs yeah you, you do have a different expectation for yourself regardless of who or who is not on the court so we'll see yeah. uh i'm i'm going to washington it's a little yeah. bit of a homer pick but i just think you know they're hot I like their matchup. Um, I think I don't like petting. I don't like picking against Diana Taurasi and Skylar yeah. Smith. <laughs> I think they're those two are the two best players in this in this series. I mean, in this game. Um, but you know, I just love I love what Washington's band will do. I feel like they're hot, and I, I, tr- I trust Coach T to come up with a game plan to get into Skylar Diggins Smith and uh, Diana Taurasi's space and, and make it difficult for them. And you know. I don't know. I trust Maisha Hines Allen too. I'm excited to see what playoff Maisha Hines Allen looks like. And then we're getting playoff mm-hmm. Emma. You know, this is when yeah. Yeah. this is when Emma steps up a little bit. So yeah. I'm picking Washington in part to go against you and in part because I'm a giant homer. Let me just say, I was actually thinking about this and this is going to sound really strange. If this was a five game series, I think I would pick Washington to come out of it. You know, because of the things that you, you say, yeah. and you, just, you talk about the legs and yeah, like Diane Tarazi, she's what pushing 40 like Mm -hmm. this is at the end of the season but this is one game this is potentially you know hope well maybe not hopefully but 40 minutes 40 plus minutes if we get a little bit overtime we'll see what happens and and so that's again in one game show up you're coming against a phoenix team that has now had some rest right they've had Mm -hmm. the weekend off plus monday um and so that's why but i hear what yeah i'm not disagreeing with you it's just it's hard it's hard to make these picks 
No, I, uh, I agree. Speaking of, let's make some more picks. Okay. So we got Chicago, Chicago <laughs> versus Connecticut, the 6-7 matchup at 7 p.m. on ESPN right before that Phoenix-Washington matchup. Um, to me, this game's going to come down to transition. Uh, I think Chicago has to make shots to to avoid getting um, Dewana Bonner and Alyssa Thomas in transition where they're deadly. Chicago this season it has been the worst team in terms of giving up fast break points among the teams that made the playoffs. So it's really, to me, going to come down to how much Chicago can get out of their set offense. Because if they can't do a lot out of their set offense, then they're in a, then they're in a track meet. And I love, I love Courtney Vandersloot. I love this Chicago team, but I'm not sure they can win a track meet against DeWanna Bonner and Alyssa Thomas and, and that Connecticut team that thrives on that. Um, so to me, I'll make the first pick here because you, you, you were so gracious to make the first pick on the last one. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick Connecticut. I just think their defense has been really strong. I think Chicago has had a lot of trouble adjusting to not having diamond, the shields and having, um, Azari Stevens both go out of the bubble. So to me, I, I'm going with Connecticut. I think DB and Alyssa Thomas get it done. But I think the person to watch out for, for Connecticut and it's the person I always say to look out for, for Connecticut is Jasmine Thomas. She's battling plantar fasciitis, but when she goes, this team goes, and I think she should be able to have a pretty nice day on Tuesday. I agree with you. I actually right. chose Connecticut to win this ball game. And you know, that's especially yeah. hard for me because I preseason again, you make me make these picks. You <laughs> terrible person. And I chose Chicago to win the whole thing. Like, and really like Slooty and quickly, my gosh, like mm-hmm. how do you pick against them and, in a single elimination playoff game. Um, But like you said, I think that Connecticut is playing really good ball and Connecticut got off to a rocky start. And I think that people kind of just disregarded them early Mm -hmm. a little bit. Right. Um, I love Alyssa Thomas. Can I just say that AT? Like I, like that's the Jersey. I, I'm not a Jersey person, but that's one that I would proudly wear. Uh, she's a beast and don't forget this Connecticut team when we talk about expectations we're playing in the WNBA finals last year I think Dewana Bonner is she is incredible but she's also in a great system now I think Kurt Miller okay that's the other MVP here he knows how to coach basketball he knows how to coach playoff basketball this is again a single elimination game and if you're Chicago at this point you're kind of going into the game saying we have to make we have to make shots because I don't know what their other options are. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense to you. Like Quigley's got to. No, I agree. She's got to. Like she has to. If she has a rough shooting night because it happens, there I don't like. There's no way, oh, yeah, right? I don't know. But I mean, they've got some meat inside too. So it's yeah, tough. We'll see. Yeah. If this was a series, I think I'd have, like you said, like it's just, it's much easier to pick a series because you know, kind mm-hmm. of, you'll, you'll have more time to figure it out. The, the other thing I will say about um, Connecticut, obviously they're not a good three-point shooting team. I think mm-hmm. they're shooting like 31% or something from long, but that's not their game. Yes. But um, in terms of depth, like you look at this roster and uh, they've got some players off the bench too. Um, Essence Carson, like, Talk about veteran, right? She's out mm-hmm. there. Um, Natisha Heideman, I love her. I think she yeah. brings so much energy off the bench. Um, 
Mosqueda Lewis can hit shots, right? Mm-hmm. Like if she gets in there and does get hot, that's a game changer right there. Our our girl, Beatrice Mon Premier. Mon Premier, go Kings. Yes, hello. Yeah. Kalia Charles Lee, they definitely have some depth to them too, right? Yeah. Um, so I I I see that playing a, a role for them down the stretch here. And you know, the other thing I'll say is we're on January. Like I forget sometimes yeah. because and I don't know if it's the orange jersey. Sometimes I forget she's on Connecticut. I just I always think she's on Phoenix. Okay, be- and is it because of the orange jersey? I think yes. it might be. Okay. So when we talk about this defensive X factor, she's to me one of the top defenders, you know. I mean, you know, <laughs> she wasn't my pick for defensive player of the year again. <laughs> I always feel like um, but I think she can be a tremendous asset down the stretch here as well. Yeah. Um Okay, let's let's get to our last segment here as we are running over time, as we always are, because yes. whatever, it's Monday. You guys deserve Mondays some more overtime. Po- <laughs> overtime. <laughs> Have you ever had a candy bar and thought, man, that was delicious. I just wish that was healthy. Well, our friends at Built Bar have the solution for you. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. And guess what? It's healthy. It's perfect for the health conscious person looking to maintain or lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And if you're doing a keto diet during the pandemic, just amazing for you. Very proud of you. Way to go. The Built Bar also has offering six new flavors. as caramel, brownie, cookies, and cream. Cherry Barsha, which I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds delicious. There's an almond an apple almond crisp, carrot cake, lemon almond cheesecake, anything to satisfy your tasty needs while also getting you a healthy snack. So make sure to grab a Built Bar when you are at the grocery store or go to BuiltBar.com. There you can get uh, potentially a free cooler with purchase. Uh, that's while supplies last. Or you can use the promo code Locked On. You'll get $10 off your next order. So use the promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com and enjoy the best tasting protein bar ever. Last segment here on Locked On Women's Basketball with Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Otterberg. Again, make sure you tune into all of our amazing shows with uh, our amazing all-star list of hosts. Eric Ayala has you on Tuesday and Thursday. Lindsey Gibbs has you on Wednesday. Howard McDowell has you on Friday. Tune into all the shows because I'm telling you, they're all fantastic. I listen to them as much as I possibly can. But right now, Let's get into our bracketeering, our, our, our playoff predictions. So here, so here's what we got so far. Uh, I have Washington moving on. Amy has Phoenix. We both have Connecticut moving on from this first round. Now, it is, um, it is imperative that we mention that it is tough to move past that first round as a team. In fact... Only four teams in the current playoff format have ever done that. In 2018, the Phoenix Mercury got to the semifinals as the fifth seed. In 2017, the Phoenix Mercury got to the semifinals as the fifth seed. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, in 2017, <laughs> in 2017 as well, the Washington Mystics got to the semifinals as a sixth seed. Oh boy! And then guess what? In 2016, the Phoenix Mercury got to the semifinals as an eight seed. So, uh, who seems no, like is it the Phoenix threat. Mercury or is it who? Is it a specific player? Because <laughs> there are so many. There, there, there's a common thread there, certainly. Mm, yeah. uh, there's a common thread there, certainly. And, and, you know, so it's tough to get through, but let's fill out this bracket right now. So, as we mentioned, so you have 
So as, as Phoenix would, um, they reseed after the first round. Mm-hmm. So in the second round, you would have the Minnesota Lynx against the Phoenix Mercury, and then the Los Angeles Sparks would be playing the Connecticut Sun in a rematch yes, of that sweep from last season, which I'm sure Las Vegas, uh, Los Angeles really wants. If the if I'm right, the Mystics would be playing the Sparks in that second round, and then the Minnesota Lynx would be playing the Connecticut Sun. So, Amy, you have the you have the Lynx Mercury quickly. Who's your pick? I have Minnesota advancing there. Okay. Yeah, Why? that's a Tuesday Thursday, correct? That would be on Thursday, September seventeenth. Yeah, so, yeah, so Phoenix play Tuesday and then again on Thursday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just Cheryl Reeve. We don't think against Diantrazi. I also don't think against Cheryl Reeve. And I think that uh, Crystal Dangerfield is uh, have got that team running, clicking. Um, where let's talk about your girl, Nafisa. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello. I just I, again, I think that um, Minnesota they've got a great mix of young, fiery, and ready women. But then they've also got some great vets as well um by the way can you imagine really quick phoenix and minnesota just not playing with griner or sylvia fowles right now you know if both of those teams had those players could have should have would have but like i mean they're not out or anything so i don't say that like disrespectfully but man when you have when you've got those women on your team you just feel so much better going into these situations right but anyways yes i do still might might play still might play so we don't know yeah Uh, which makes this kind of hard to predict yeah um Okay, so then you have Minnesota moving on. Uh, I I also have Minnesota moving on if they play Washington. I mean, if they play – so I would have them play in Connecticut. I have Minnesota moving on as well. I just think they're the best coach team in the league. I think they have a great defense, especially against Connecticut. They'll have a very good matchup because both those teams are defensively focused. So to me, that's that's what I would have. Sparks, Sun, for you, uh, who you got? So I had to pick one upset. So I actually <laughs> picked Connecticut – um just because and it's weird like i look at la and i get excited i always do because obviously cp is having Mm -hmm. a season like a ridiculous season mvp worthy in that conversation type of season right chelsea gray whoa like late game and our baby right go canes and there's just there's so many pieces i think um britney sykes is incredible she's having such a great you just looks like she's fitting so much better in that la program but I mean, I just think you look at this like cut and well, NECA, oh my gosh, hello, hello. <laughs> um, but you look at what happened last year against this Connecticut team in the finals, and I just have to see them compete and win to feel like confident. You know, it mm-hmm. I know obvi- I don't know if that makes sense. Um, they had this meltdown last year in the playoffs against this Connecticut team, and when things got really, really tough, you kind of saw them fall apart. Right. I think a lot of those pieces are still here. And so that's why I had to pick an upset. And that was the one I went with. Um, okay. We just talked about, we just talked about Connecticut's depth. We talked about Kurt Miller. Um, we talk about Dewana and AT and I'm not, I'm not ready to count them out of that one. Okay. Okay. Um, I disagree, but I yeah, don't have I that match. Actually, I have a slight, so the spark, I got the sparks mystics. Um, I love my, I, I love the mystics, but I don't think they have the, the well, I don't know. They did beat the sparks. Um, I'm not, I'm going to pick the sparks because I'm, I'm a chalk person. I don't, I don't in these playoffs in the WNBA playoffs, 
I kind of go chalk because, you know, it's just that those teams have rest as well on their side. So I I think the Sparks are really talented too. So uh, I think I'm going the Sparks over the Mystics. So now we receive again for the semifinals. So that leaves you with Las Vegas against Connecticut in the best of five series. No, uh, no, no. Vegas against Minnesota. Yeah. No, no, because you no, you would have you would reseed. So you yeah. would go one six, one seven. So you would have yeah, you would have the one seeded Las Vegas Aces against a, a seven seeded Connecticut Sun, and then the Seattle Storm against the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, who makes the finals? Yeah, it doesn't matter regardless because to me, <laughs> if, if this is a Vegas Seattle final, okay. um, these two teams have proven to be the two best teams consistently mm-hmm. throughout this entire season. And now we are talking about a five-game series, right, in the semis. Oh, yeah. So uh, I just see that I, I – that to me, this those two teams were the easiest – this was the easiest round to pick, in right. my opinion. Interesting. Okay. Um, then I do make better – I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> I just want – I really want to see Seattle-Vegas in the finals because yeah. it's going to be awesome. And it's kind of – you know, this, this happens a lot um, – in the WNBA playoffs in the current format it has been one, two, most of the time. Um, in fact, a team who has played a single elimination game has actually never won a finals game. The, the, uh, 2017 mystics got there, but they didn't win a game. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with Vegas and Seattle and you know what, Amy, I'm gonna give you a little gift, little gift to, to end the podcast here. We're not picking the finals. We got plenty of time to think about the finals. Oh, thank we got plenty you. Of time. So I guys, wasn't going to give you an answer, to be honest with you. <laughs> Sorry, but I was like, if he asks, I'm going to tell him there's no way I can tell you that. But it's going to be amazing. You feel like an idiot all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, that's my job. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, hard. It, it's, it's, it's hard to do, and I don't do it often because you always look smart to me, Amy. And this our Locked On Women's Basketball Monday show. Again, I'm Gabe Ibrahim alongside Amy Otterbert. We do this every Monday. We'll be back next Monday talking about the semifinals, which will be raging on, guys. So th- this is a, a fast and furious playoffs to finish a fast and furious season. The basketball has been amazing. You guys have been amazing. You know what? We've been amazing. We're gonna take it through. We're gonna take that energy through the next week, and we're gonna we're gonna put up some playoff minutes, guys. Watching a lot of playoffs this week, so have some fun, and we'll be back, we'll be back next week.